1: Taste of the oh, hey guys, it's the Indie Mayhem Show,
0: episode 114 on Mike at Sorgat, Sorgatron on the Twitters in the Mayhem Studios here in Pittsburgh, PA, a video producer here with some local wrestling promotions, but with me is the voice of an Inspire Pro Wrestling, currently uh, residing in San Antonio, Texas, he is and Peyton.
2: Hello, Sorg, very happy... Be back here on the Indie Mayhem Show. We, we'll have a lot to talk about this, oh. the indie wrestling I saw later. You, you. Uh, we got a good interview online. But yeah, this should be a fun show.
0: You indied out the weekend, and it sounds like it's going to be tremendous. But, of course, check out this and so much more, a lot of the discussion over at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You subscribe to the Indie Mayhem Show or the other shows that we're doing and check out the other columns. And you can also check out, actually, over at IndieWrestling.us. We also post the show there. And Around the Indies with Matt Carlins is a great article where you can kind of find out everything that goes on over the weekend. Drop us a line, uh, Indie Wrestling, people you should talk to, interviews, interview questions for people we have coming up on the show at 412 206 WMS zero or good times at wrestling mayhem show.com. Amen. Who do we have on this week?
2: Uh, we got a very special guest this week uh, from my neck of the woods. Uh, uh, Up and coming professional wrestler. Uh, very cool to get to have him on to sort of talk about uh, the stuff he's been doing in, in the world of wrestling across Texas and, and even beyond that. Uh, very excited to have him on. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the evening mayhem show, Mr. Cody Crash. Cody, how are you?
3: Doing good, man. How are you?
2: Doing pretty well. Uh, very excited to have you on and then sort of talk the stuff you've been doing. Um, so, uh, I guess the first way we kind of, first way we kind of sort of start the show is is kind of an icebreaker, question of sorts, uh, to kind of get an idea of like how you kind of got into pro wrestling in the first place. And uh, uh, what's your first ever memory of watching pro wrestling?
3: Um. So I'm originally from Oklahoma. So. My best friend, when I was like nine years old, showed me some ECW tapes on like a VHS. So ever since probably about nine years old, I watched like, I think the first one was like Jerry Lynn.
2: So awesome. I got into
3: wrestling when I was nine years old.
2: Very cool. and, and I guess that kind of ECW sort of underground style of things, was that kind of the stuff that interested you a bit more when you kind of watched wrestling more?
3: Yeah, yeah, it, it did, you know, because I thought it was, you know, cool, like hardcore and all that stuff. But now, you know, you know I'm
2: kind of, no, not so much into hardcore, so. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I, I guess uh, I from there, I guess your transition to becoming a pro wrestler, when it, when did you kind of have that decision of uh, deciding that you wanted to train for the first time?
3: Um So I was like 13, and I was like, I really wanted to be a pro wrestler, so when I graduated my high school when I was eighteen, I immediately moved down to Austin to start training, like two months out of high school. And then so I've been I've been doing it for about a little over a year and a half now, coming up on two in September.
2: Awesome. Uh, and then you you've started with uh, uh, George uh Georgia Elisa out of Austin, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, sir. Yeah, I found I found him on the internet and I called him and then him disgust and all that stuff, so like right in there I got a job like so quickly and I moved down there. And it's been a blast
2: ever since. Awesome. Uh was there anything I guess you didn't expect when it came to training? Anything that you kinda were surprised by when it came to actually getting in the ring and training?
3: Man, I I was kind of like you know you know I was younger I was like a supermarket. so I I didn't know I mean I knew what I was getting into but I didn't really know what I was getting into because I never bumped on a ring mm. so that was very unexpected when I when I took my very first bump so but it wasn't until two months I took a bump on a ring because I started out like in a park <laughs> learning, uh, <laughs> learning and everything so it was a uh, so that's what I didn't really expect you know the bumps and the, on how bad your neck hurts the next two or three weeks after bumping. Definitely. So, that was pretty much and then, you know, still, still getting things that are unexpected randomly. So, since I'm, you know, going on shows now and everything, now.
2: Totally. Uh, uh so, to work, I guess, with George DeLis, like, because he's a somebody, for those that don't know, have trained, you know, an extensive amount of talents that come from Texas. Guys like ACH have, you know, started with him, Ricky Sarks, uh, numerous, uh, talents. Uh, so uh, we're back. little technical issues for those listening in the podcast world, well, but we're back with Cody Crash. Uh, kind of want to dive into some more of uh, your training and stuff like that. Um, uh, I really wanted to ask you about uh, specifically your training with George Dale Isla, the stuff that he kind of does with you, uh, any of the specific stuff that he really tries to teach you through uh, his uh, wrestling training. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: So since he's super, you know, hardcore into, you know, just strict basics, you know, he's a, uh He'll make sure you leave that place with a fantastic headlock on anybody. <laughs> so, but yeah, he's a, a super great trainer. He, you know, on the basics, he knows exactly what he's talking about. You know, I'm sure you can see that from, you know, Ricky Starks and ACH and all those guys that come from our school as well. Definitely.
2: Um, and, and now you start to, you know, work shows and get your name out there uh, more. Uh, What's it been like kind of, I guess, traveling the scene, uh, I guess, starting specifically in Texas and and getting your face out to more companies? What's it like kind of, you know, trying to get yourself out there as a wrestler?
3: Man, you know, sometimes it's hard, you know, because you got to, you know, so people don't know you, you know, so it's kind of hard to get on some shows, you know. But um, I've been uh, here lately, you know, I've been pretty much having a show about twice, twice a weekend, you know, Mm -hmm. so things are. Things are starting to pick up quite a bit now, and uh, I gone to I went to St. Louis, Illinois recently, and I go to I went to Tennessee, and recently I go to Louisiana about once a month as well. So things are things are picking up now.
2: So everything, awesome, um, huh? I was going to say it seems like you're expanding yourself as well beyond just Texas. I know uh, getting to wrestle for a place uh, in St. Louis, like St. Louis Anarchy, which is you know pretty well established kind of, uh, independent wrestling organization. Uh, was oh, it, kinda, yeah. it,
3: was, it was really awesome up there.
2: So uh, do you find it easy, I guess now to kind of, to, you know, get your name out there more. And, and I guess, uh, cause one of the things I, a lot of wrestlers sort of talk about is the, the whole idea of travel and, then how travel is super important, I guess, you know, with, with your career, uh, especially I know for you know people in Texas, would you say that's the case would you say that's really helped, you know, the fact that you're willing to travel, you know, to different places Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's,
3: it's, it's helped a lot traveling because, um, you know, every single, you know, almost every single Texas wrestler, you know, that's from Texas tells me get out, you know, is, you know, uh, just, to uh, try to get out as quick as you can, you know, and expand, you know, it's just, and that's pretty much anyway. You don't want to get stuck <laughs> in that same spot. You don't want to be the, you don't want to be that popular high school kid that gets stuck there. You know, it's that big fish little pond, you know?
2: Definitely. Uh, uh, do you have, I, I guess, any, uh, maybe either long-term or even some short-term goals as far as people you'd like to get in that ring with and, and people you really want to sort of get your hand at, at wrestling against?
3: Sorry, I didn't hear you. you kind of broke up there, my bad. Oh,
2: oh no uh, problem. Are there any people that you'd really love to sort of get in the ring with one day and, 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 and get the opportunity to work?
3: Oh yeah. Like my like my number one I think so far is kinda of tied between uh between like three people. It's like Kenny Omega, Marty Skrull and uh Tommy End. Those are the three <laughs> that are that stick out to me the most because I look up to those guys a lot on the independent scene.
2: Definitely. And obviously right now, you being sort of on the independent level. Uh, I guess, is, is your goal, uh, is a long-term goal, I guess you could say, somewhere like, you know, uh, a company like WWE, or or is there any other sort of way you kind of... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's long-term, you
3: know, I just, it's all I've ever wanted to do since I was a little kid, so I want to try to, you know, do my best and go to, you know, go to the top, you know, hopefully WWE is an option one day, but uh, oh. I'd also like to go to Japan as well, and... Ring of Honor, and pretty much, you know, just every top place, you know, trying the hardest to get there.
2: Absolutely. Um, uh, we also have some, some sort of regular questions we tend to ask guests here on the show and, and kind of pick their brain on stuff from that. And uh, uh, one of the ones we always ask is, uh, what are you watching currently wrestling-wise, uh, either for studying or recreation? Is there any sort of wrestling that you kind of have your eye on currently? Right now, um,
3: <laughs> it's kind of New Japan. And uh Ring of Honor, and kind of like some older stuff. You know, I've had uh, a couple wrestlers tell me I've watched Steve Carino and just guys like that. You know, so it's really good to look at their matches. You know, I try my hardest to pick every single person's brand that I meet.
2: Absolutely, and and I guess uh kind of the big thing to kind of end off. And I know you're you're you know a little over a year in, but uh would you uh, be able to think of you know in the whole scale of your time in indie wrestling? Uh, What do you think is, uh, in your opinion, uh, the best thing about independent wrestling and the worst thing about independent wrestling?
3: Um, man. You know, the best thing is, you you know, you're kind of, you know, you kind of do your own thing when you're not under, like, a specific contract. You know, if you're not, like, under, like, a lockdown contract, you know, you can do, (laughs) you get to travel a lot and, uh, Another hard thing is, man, you know, you don't, you might not get paid a lot and it's kind of hard. It's kind of a struggle. That's like the worst thing I believe is the, is the struggle with, you know, cost of money at, at times.
2: Absolutely.
3: But, uh, the you know, the, yeah. And the best thing, you know, is meeting a lot of people, you know, you meet so many people everywhere. Awesome.
2: Definitely. Uh, uh, if uh, people who are watching this want to check you out or uh, kind of see the stuff that you're doing. Where are the kind of places that can check you out as, as far as upcoming bookings that you have uh, uh, going on? Oh, yeah.
3: You can... Um, we got ACW uh, in Austin, Texas, RCW in San Antonio, and I will be in Corpus Christi at Victory Pros this Saturday, actually. And um, I also have another show next Friday as well. And that's at our school show where George Daily Isla holds his shows at the APW shows in Flugerville if anybody wants to come check those out. They're really fun to watch. And uh I'll be at R C W as well this Friday right now. Awesome. Heads up for the next two weeks. So
2: Hmm, very nice. Uh so definitely uh thank you very much Cody for coming on and kinda talking with us and and sharing your stories a bit and, and, and Uh, telling people uh, a little bit more about you. Uh, If you're uh, listening to this and want to check out Cody Crash, be sure to check out any of those uh, upcoming dates for him uh, and go support uh, your independent wrestling talent. Uh, So uh, once again, (laughs) thank you very much, Cody, for uh, coming on (laughs) and talking with us. Yeah, man, thank you so much for having me on, man. You have a good night. No problem. Uh, And we're going to take a quick commercial break, uh, take a look at some of the stuff that we have uh, going on in the world of Storytron Media, and uh, we'll be right back.
1: Hey guys, it's Matt Light, Pittsburgh Magazine's 2014 and 2015 winner best comedian and cancer survivor come check me out friday april 8th for a night of stories laughter barjitsu beer pong and prizes that will be sure to make this a night to remember i'll be performing with some of the best comedians in the steel city portions of the proceeds benefit the testicular cancer awareness foundation special thank you to our event partners fn vodka ultra premium vodka pittsburgh improv pittsburgh's premier comedy club sorgatron media Podcast, video production, and creative media. Pittsburgh Podcast Network, for Pittsburgh by Pittsburgh. River's Edge Radio Network, Pittsburgh's Voice for local music. Comedians for Cancer, Friday, April 8th, at Dave & Buster's in the Waterfront. The only place to eat, drink, play, watch sports, and laugh all under one roof. Get those tickets, folks. Go to barjitsu.com or showclicks.com and search Comedians for Cancer. the time that
0: my husband would be in the basement and he'd always be talking and I never knew who he was talking to and then I came down one night and then I realized he was talking on a podcast with a bunch of people (laughs) he didn't have pants on And we're back in, uh, of course, a little bit from uh, Looking For Group uh, over there, uh, where we had our 10-year anniversary party of Wrestling Mayhem show. Thank you everybody came out and celebrated with us and Looking For Group for hosting us. Uh, So, I want to get into the indies, and really all the indies happened around WrestleMania. We talked a lot about what happened at WrestleMania, at NXT TakeOver, at Raw, uh, Raw After Mania. On our mayhem after mania on episode um um uh, five fourteen of the wrestling mayhem show wrestlingmayhemshow.com. But Eamon, you witnessed in person so much of the weekend. Well, I parts of the weekend. I, I don't know. Hair. So so wait, wait, so my understanding. Bit, before we get into it, my understanding is uh very very close to the show or to the weekend. You said I'm getting to Dallas. <laughs> I got a yeah
1: I
2: got a I got a, a, a hair and I said you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. sweat not? Um, yeah, and, and, and I went up to see some of the indie stuff because there, obviously there's so much happening this past weekend that I think it'd be kind of lame not to go and, and, and not see something. Um, and I, I saw a good amount. I, I, I say that I probably only saw half of really like the indie stuff that was happening that weekend because there was really a whole lot of stuff. Um, uh, I caught uh, uh, mostly well, pretty much all of I caught was the uh, WWN live stuff that they were doing. Uh, which included uh, two evolve events uh, a CDW event and I gotta catch like the first hour or so of a shimmer event before I had to head home um, but uh, yeah it was it was a really fun time uh, a lot of really phenomenal wrestling I think that's obvious to say um, a lot of really fun stuff from this weekend that I got to see um, it, it's cool that yeah it, it felt like a little hub of like you know all in, you know of, of really phenomenal independent wrestling and, and and, you know, getting to see guys that I normally wouldn't get to see sort of in the state of Texas wrestling, you know, mm. it's all all in one place, you know, it's, it's really cool.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, so what was, uh, you know, what, what was it like uh, from show to show? Uh, what kind of surprised you? I mean, have you've have you been, did you, did you do this experience when you went to New Orleans for 30? Uh,
2: I kind of I will say I kind of diversified my time a bit more when I was in New Orleans. I, I think, First time I went to Ring of Honor, then I did uh, uh, Shimmer, then I did WrestleCon uh, event that they were doing, uh, and then eventually Mania. Uh, this one, I kind of stuck it to one place, I guess you could say. Uh, <laughs> that place being Eddie Dean's Ranch, which is a very interesting place to put on a wrestling show. Um, ex- ex- uh, those-
0: ex- yeah, explain to me this place, because you, you, you dropped some lines from it about, uh, on the other show.
2: Yeah, yeah. For those that didn't watch, because uh, all these shows actually that I were at were on iPay-Per-View, uh, so th- that's also a very cool aspect of it. But like, uh, for those that didn't watch the per the the venue is when you get inside the venue, I should say, it's very like old, timey Western theme. Like, like the backdrops are like, like, like say you were walking through like an old timey, like sort of like, like town, basically, like, like the like what you would traditionally think of like sort of, I guess Southern, you know, old Southern, you know, style, I guess, setup. It's very weird. Um, very weird backdrop to sort of watch wrestling on. Uh, I believe I I the, the WWE super show, which I wasn't able to go to two days. Did like a moonsault off of one of the balconies. That was like the two story building balcony, fake balcony thing, which was interesting. Um, I, I it was a cool place to do a wrestling venue. Uh, it, it was very big as well. They, uh, I know the second evolve event had their largest crowd to date. They drew uh, over a thousand, which I think is very cool. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, it, it was very awesome. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it's a nice little place to do a wrestling show. I felt uh, uh, once you get down to it, once you get past it, the fact that it's called A V Ranch, um, but no, it was really fun. Um, <laughs> Very different shows. I'll start with the Evolve shows because I think those are kind of like, to me, to me, I feel the show, the show possibly the show stealing shows of the weekend. Especially if you want to talk about indie wrestling, Dev, uh, you know, definitely I would even argue of everything that happened in the weekend. Um, really phenomenal talents uh, on those events. Um, uh, I got to say the MVP probably of the entire weekend was a, a little guy that you probably should know by now named Will Osprey out of the UK. Uh, who delivered so much good wrestling. Uh, amazing match with Zack Sabre Jr. on the first night, who was also amazing. Uh, then his match with Ricochet that I got to see on the second night, which was out of this world, just ridiculous. Um, uh, and then I know he was in a six-man tag on the WWE Super Show, which I hear was amazing as well. Um, that guy has all the potential to be the biggest star in the world, I feel. He has such an athletic ability. Um, uh, just, you know, I literally got a hundred, a uh, hundred thousand, a thousand people, I should say, to stand on their feet. Like nobody was sitting for for that match. Like it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it uh,
0: looks like a, the the Twitter seems to be a, 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 a just a just a highlight reel of these guys' matches. I, I'm looking at the Around the Indies uh, article, and is that him doing a dab mid match?
2: Uh, I I can't remember if he dabbed. I know he was wrestling Ricochet. I get. To, I can Mm -hmm. assume Ricochet was a big Dabber. Um, uh, No, he's he's amazing. Um, uh, uh, Any, all of the UK talents, actually, that they had down there, which I think, I feel that was a big thing. I feel like um, we're starting to see a real resurgence. Like, I feel like the 90s were very much based around the Mexican talents, Mm -hmm. especially with the stuff you were getting, like WCW and stuff like that. You know, the 2000s, you start to see more of the Japanese talent kind of rise to popularity, uh, I feel like the British talent's next because there's so much great talent in the UK right now. And I think it was a lot of it was on display at the, at the Evolve show with Will Ospreay, with Zack Sabre Jr., uh, with Tommy End, with, uh, Marty Skrull, who may be one of my favorite wrestlers. Um, just the look and his presence and, and, and the stuff that he, you know, put on in that ring, he put on, you know, entertaining contest on both nights. He was amazing. Um, a lot of really fun matches. Uh, uh, obviously, your recognizable talents are, were amazing. A lot of great talents that kind of stood out to me, uh, uh, a, a, a talent who I had only vaguely heard of but never got to see live, named uh, Fred Yehi, uh, who wrestled, uh, um, uh, he, he wrestled Marty Skrull on the first night of Evolve and then wrestled Chris Hero on the second night. And, and both of those matches were phenomenal. Um, I really love Evolve, the, the stable in Evolve right now called uh, Catchpoint, uh, which is made up of uh, Matt Riddle, who's a former UFC fighter turned wrestler. Uh, Drew Gulak, Tracy Williams, uh, TJ Perkins, who TJ Perkins was being teased for the World Cruiserweight Series. So very cool to see. Um, yeah, that of all, both of all shows were really, really stacked. And I really enjoyed uh, uh, both nights of those events, especially, because they were so stacked with talent and, and had such a, a really phenomenal atmosphere to them. And no offense,
0: Sorry, I'm showing some of the videos on here. I didn't realize they had audio <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> from, from the weekend. Sorry, Boo! Boo, your review! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, awesome, awesome. Uh, so, uh, And again, these are all on pay per view. People can go check them out and, and look for Amen in the audience. Of course, you probably won't be able to see me. No, no, he's he's <laughs> he's not a he's there not he's a, not a large person either. Not he's a. Uh, you may
2: you may see me. I, I think the most chance you'll have to see me is on the CCW one, which was a bit of a lighter crowd because mm-hmm. um, it was happening during NXT, which I, I think was the big kind of yeah. I, I can understand why it was lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, that was an interesting show, say the least. First CCW show ever. Uh, they had like a six way you know, junior heavyweight match that was just like the, you know, you're kind of high spotty kind of crazy stuff, which was amazing. And really, really fun. Um, uh, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard, seen that. I, I mentioned Drew Gulak in the evolve uh, uh, portion of the show. Uh, so he uh, is in a tag team in CZW uh, with his brother, Rory called the amazing Gulaks, which if you've never seen before, you need to see, cause they just come out in like, like glittery jackets and shoot off uh, uh, confetti cannons and do like weird, like tumbles, like towards mm-hmm. people in the corner, which is amazing. Um, they, 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 they had an elimination tables match with Chuck Taylor as their tag partner. Um, which was pretty great. Um, I saw the main event was a barbed wire, no barbed wire match, which was just really crazy with, with, uh, front of the show, Matt Tremont taking on Masada. Nice. Um, uh, it was kind of crazy. Um, uh, de- definitely fun experience, uh, uh, uh with CZW, to <laughs> say the least, uh, quite the interesting experience. Um, and then, uh, I had, sh- uh, got to, like I said, I got to see the first hour of Shimmer, uh, on the second night, uh, before I had to head off. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, there was there, it was their Heart of Shimmer, uh, title tournament to cry the first ever Heart of Shimmer champion. Uh, and, and from the reports I saw after the, the se- with the semifinals and the finals as well, all really great matches. Uh, and, I, and the first round really stuck out for me with uh, uh, talents like uh, 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 Candice LeRae and her match with Cherry Bomb, I think is one that you should definitely seek out. Both of those are very talented. Cherry uh, Bomb recently signing with TNA. Um, uh, you have uh, 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 Lou Fisto, who is a uh, 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 well-renowned independent wrestler, Uh, taking on somebody who uh, actually has worked for Inspire Pro in the past, but uh, uh, is starting to get more recognition, which I'm very glad to see, which is Nicole Savoy, who's based out of California, who was amazing. Uh, uh, She's grown even since I saw her back at Inspire Pro. Um, And she actually won the whole tournament at the end, uh, uh, becoming the first champion. Very, very cool to see. Um, Yeah, there was a lot uh, from – I only get to see five matches pretty much. But those five matches really all delivered. And, and yeah, they were – there was some really good stuff on that card as well. Um, uh, overall, of the stuff that I saw of that weekend, like I said, I think it was very worth going to. Um, and, and I think, as I guess, uh, it's cliche to say with the whole WrestleMania experience of, you know, there's stuff other than WrestleMania that's happening. There's stuff other than the WWE stuff that's happening, mm-hmm. you know. You know, go you know, diversify the stuff that you're doing. And I mean, there was not just, you know, Ring of Honor had a, had two shows that weekend. Uh, Russell Con had a show, it was like a lucha show, like a really random lucha show that had like Pentagon Jr. and, and Aerostar and guys like that, um, uh, Rikishi had like some sort of show uh, that he ran, I think, with, his, with that had like Alpha and Sika and, and those guys, like, there was a lot of stuff that happened that weekend, um, uh, that, but it, it was very cool to see.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, so what what, is, what do you think is the best strategy if you're looking at WrestleMania next year, which is going to be in Orlando, of course. We know pretty much WWE will probably probably follow the same pattern and have a four-night stand the way that it has. Um, yeah. like what do you think like if you you were to go back and you could pick any semblance of uh you know looking at an indie weekend that's pretty much scheduled like this weekend to uh the to the main wwe stuff what would you uh, uh for a first time or going to wrestlemania weekend what mix of that presuming i want to go to wrestlemania let's say right uh, uh uh to look at for something like that what what should what should a newer fan look out for
2: well i think uh and uh, I'll I'll say I'll say this. No knock on the CZB show, which I really enjoy. But uh, if if I was able to, I probably would have gone to NXT Takeover. Right, uh, right. Problem was it was sold out, and all the tickets that were available online were two hundred fifty bucks, which is kind of yeah insane. Um, but yeah, um, I personally would say diversify yourself a bit and and see a little bit of everything. Um, but at the same time, I would also argue, you know, if you're into the evolved style of independent wrestling, those kind of the, the talents that you would see in like a PWG or, or, or top level talents from, you know, international towns like that. I would say go to those shows. Uh, if you're a fan of, you know, well-established talents, talents that have a bit of name recognition, I would stick towards like a WrestleCon mm-hmm. where you have, you know, your Matt Hardy's, your, you know, list of former WWE talents that you can get an autograph from or whatever, um, you know. I think it's it, luckily there's enough. There's so much happening to where you can really mold your own experience. I feel based off your personal interests.
0: So it's kind of roll, uh, roll your own WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, I, I really, I obviously, I don't know how things are going to go in Orlando. Um, I really love that this year, everything was pretty close. Uh, like literally where all the evolves, where I was at, I literally just had to walk under a, um, I, I think it's like a highway or whatever, and access and all that stuff was right there. Wow, nice! Like, which which was cool. Access and NXT because they were basically running it where they were like adjacent to where they were running right, access. And, and,
0: it, right, it was at the convention center, more or less. Right.
2: Yeah, um, you know it, that's very cool. Um, I know Ring wasn't even too far from from you know that stuff as well. So, uh, it, it's, it's, it, I think it's nice to kind of have like very, you know, have it as close as possible. Uh, New Orleans, I was kind of like, New Orleans, I don't think was too bad, but we, we you did have to commute. Right. And,
0: and New York was like that too. Cause, uh, WrestleCon was up the highway from MetLife Center where everything was there because IZOD is across the street. So mm-hmm. like they had the, I think they had everything at the IZOD across the street, uh, or in the parking lot, whatever of, of MetLife. Uh, cause it's a whole, like. Uh, the complex up there with a lot of sporting uh, uh stadiums and, and, and complexes. Uh and then yeah. there was like a convention center down the highway a bit and then the wrestling shows were throughout New Jersey and New York. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I mean that definitely was a little probably a little wider than uh than 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 other cases. So
2: but also I think the but, first but there's New so Jersey- much there's so much stuff going on. That's great. And and I, I really love the fact that like I was as Sami Zayn Nakamura was happening, you know, maybe, you know, le- half a mile away from, from where I was. Uh, I was watching Sammy Callahan wrestle Bull Dempsey, oh, and they geez. were both trying to give each other pedigrees. Oh, uh,
0: geez. And that's so but, great. It, it, it's a celebration of wrestling, and you have thousands and thousands and thousands of people uh, descending on here, and not 100,000 people went to that, that, that stadium. Not all of them went to a eighteen thousand seat arena for uh Monday or I'm sorry, Friday, Saturday and, and Monday. There was a lot else to do that those people had to find to do, and there was a lot of options. And I think that's great that seeing these indies create that opportunity. You wonder how many people found those indies because they were half a mile away from NXT that they couldn't get tickets for, right?
1: Yeah. You know,
0: how many people stumbled into a, a, a new indie that they've never seen before? And I think that's I think that's a really exciting opportunity too.
2: So, awesome. Absolutely.
0: Awesome. Um, what did you learn from WrestleMania weekend
2: in your trip? Oh, God. I learned there is, there's a lot of wrestling. There, there's such a thing as too much wrestling. I, <laughs> I, I loved it. It was really fun. Um, yeah. But, holy crap, that was a lot of wrestling. mm mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> It it literally I I spent like some of the shows I I eventually spent like like the CCW show I enjoyed but there's also like I spent a lot talking to local wrestlers who I I, I saw there and some people like who I you know worked with at Inspire who I haven't seen in a while who I got yeah. to talk to uh, which is very cool it's like a reunion um, but yeah it was it was interesting <laughs> it, it was it was uh, 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 quite the quite the weekend I was I was happy for the
0: weekend good 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 to hear it well hey. So it's Always next year. Maybe we'll all make it down to Orlando and have a big mayhem gathering as well around Let's do everything. That. Let's do that. Let's make it happen. Down it's a little more accessible. That's like kind of the nice nexus of traveling for probably the both of us, right? Uh, yeah. But anyways, yeah, this has to happen. I haven't seen Amen. I haven't seen Amon since... I haven't seen you in too long. Jeez, was it? Was the last time you were out here at the time when uh, Daniel Bryan was not uh, a member of the WWE? Or no, 16? I actually
2: came a year after that. Well, gotcha. I came for that, but like yeah, I, came, yeah. I also came a year after. Jeez. That was when I wore the soap monkey head and was real sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> them were the days
0: well thank you so much Eamon. and Eamon 2 please on the tweeters um and I, I, that's it I, I think you covered it most of it. other than i do want to share the one image of a bear apparently getting power driven off the top rope in kaiju big battle
2: yes i, I wish i would have gone to kaiju i was mm-hmm. very i was very sad i couldn't go to kaiju because uh the best part about the the second day of the evolved show was walking past the entrance and the broken buildings from the kaiju show still being like we're we're laying right next to the entrance of the of the venue. And like like the whatever the plantain is that wrestles, like his costume was just lying there. Like it's it's very uh it's like, very like insane. the odd
0: remnants of 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 a party gone wrong the night before.
2: Like you saw like Doctor Cube's like dismembered head, like just next to all <laughs> these like broken buildings. Um jeez. Oh, I also really love that uh In one day, in a span of like, maybe like 10 hours, I guess, Kota Ibushi managed Johnny Gargano and Drew Galloway at the Evolve show, then went to NXT to to be in the crowd with Funaki, then went to go wrestle for Kaiju Big Battle. (laughs)
0: Wow, busy weekends for everybody! Hey, it's, but it's great to see everybody doing business and doing great. I even—I mean, I just saw the first posting from Joe Dombrowski finally uh, breaking radio silence because apparently his phone broke partly into his, his trip down there. Uh, I can't wait to see what he's got going on. I, I did. Think I,
2: I I wasn't able to go up to him and say hi because he was I saw him rushing out somewhere, but I did see Joe Dombrowski that weekend. He was wearing a very bright red t- red button up t shirt. Oh t-shirt.
0: yes, yes. He was wearing the suit, like the full
2: red suit. Or uh, the, well, the, the suit was the the jacket was off. Because okay. he was, he was, he was going somewhere. because
0: <laughs> have you seen the yellow jacket? You can't miss it.
2: Uh,
0: I took a picture with the jacket. Joe Nebraski just happened to be in the picture. Um, but, <laughs> but no. Uh, so so great uh, to see all that happening. Can't wait to hear stories uh, from him. Uh, I'm sure you'll recall some of them as you 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 leave your mania haze. Hey, let us know. Did you make it to WrestleMania weekend? Did you check any indies out in, in that case, or did you watch any of the IP previews? Let us know. Of course. Uh, good times at wrestlingmaniacshow. dot com four one two two zero six WMS zero. I want to hear from you. Let's let's, let's find out. Um, and let us know any other indie wrestling that you're digging in and out of whatever area. You know, it's it's like Christmas. Keep it all along. Keep the mania in the indie wrestling all year long, and support the indie wrestling. Amen. And amen to please on the tweeters, of course. Yes, Voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling. I'm at Sorgatron on Twitter. Uh, my voice is about to go. So I'm going to say until next time, support
1: wrestling.
0: Show oh. is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at
2: sorgatronmedia.com.